As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Barbara Streisand is the first female artist to have uh, number one albums in seven decades, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 210s, and 220s. So impressive. And she looks great. Dear Taurus, of course. Hello, yeah. it's been a while. I have to get my hair in there. Hi. My new hairstyle. It's like is that curl. your new hairstyle? Yeah, I put some curl. I put some curl stuff in. Everybody likes it. I've been doing it for the last three or four days. I actually put curl stuff in. So it's actually curly. I don't have curly hair, so it's actually curly. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, <laughs> very curly. I don't you don't have it. curls. Let it. Yeah, it let it fly. Beautiful. It moves. People like it. it. Moves. You have um, such. You have such a head of hair. Like seriously. I <laughs> yeah, and you know about, about heads of hair. Yes. Um, yes, because you have a head of hair also, girl. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. 45 yeah. minutes. Oh, okay. I get, now I get it. Um, I want to show you something. Okay. So James Lott Jr., um, I cried when I got it, but James Lott Jr. is now, uh, even though I have this award, which is, a, which is a major award also, my Capital City Web Award I won three years ago. Beautiful. Yeah. But now I have one of the biggest industry awards you can get in television underneath the Emmys. It's called the Indie Series Awards. And I am an Indie Series Award winner, James Law Jr. And I got my- Oh my goodness, congratulations. Um, and, this, and this was this why, this is, this is why this is special. I'm part of the ensemble. We won Best Ensemble for audio fiction. But it was, I was the first person to take a chance on this young kid from Illinois. Um, and we, we, uh, we decided to put together an audio soap called Forever a Day. Um, we released it during the pandemic. It was a huge hit. So we're, we, are, we, we are widely considered um, part of the new wave of pioneers who started this whole thing. And so for us to, we beat Lisa Kudrow and all these other people who are like big stars. When they said our name, I started sobbing. Like, you know, I cry, you know, I cry easily anyway. I started sobbing like a baby. Um, Where did they call I, your name? They, they, so they said, Best audio fictions, the audio series. They did all the nominees. They're like all these big names. I mean, like, like, like I said, big names. They're like the winner is Forever and a Day. They're like, oh my god. You were like in it, person, or was this on? It was, yeah, it was it was, it was. it was on TV. It was on stage. A whole a whole thing. Yes, but I wasn't there. I didn't go thinking I would. We were going to win. Um, plus, the show's not on, on my network anymore. This is funny. It, this is for, this, this is a win from when we were. It was on my network. It came in slow case. Thank you. I oh. just, 
Buffalo case, Jefferson case. Yeah. Um, but uh, as they do, um, there's on it's on their own network now. We parted ways, but it was during the season. It was on my network. I was in the show. Um, so all my famous friends are like, "Welcome to the club. Who've won?" And I go to the club. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It was, it was kind of crazy. You know, said it was set on a on a, on a stage here in Beverly Hills. Um, but I just sat. I watched it from home, and I was just completely in shock. Congratulations. Thank you. I was completely. That's was, a big deal. It is. Well, for me, it's a big deal in terms of as a producer, as a as a person who as a content creator, um, as a person who um, tries to help other people mm -hmm. that I that my instincts were correct. Right. It, it kind of just kind of gives like, like a business, just like just you take chances on mm -hmm. a strategy or, uh, or a way to do business and it actually works. Or you yeah. tried to program when I was at the insurance skill center, we were developing the AFIS and all that stuff. I was there in the beginnings of that with uh, Dr. Vaughn and all them. And, and I remember the beginnings and just, and just a trial and error. And we had, we had to, we had to, we had to figure out how to record an audio podcast during a pandemic. Yeah. During a lockdown. So we found actors, we chose zoom. We tried other things. This didn't really didn't work. We tried Skype and stuff didn't really work. Um, but one day I would tell the story when I think one day I would like sit down and just tell the story of how we started this. Now I have 15 audio dramas. So, yeah. and, the, and the industry's looking at us, but once I won this award, they're really looking at me now as a producer. So that's kind of a, you know, more so than anything else. I'm very, very happy about that. So congratulations. That's a really big deal. Yes. And I, um, if you want to see my unboxing of it, go to my TikTok, everybody at, J at James Hutchie. You can see my unboxing. My sister was taping me, but I didn't know she was taping me until midway. We had to go pick it up in Sherman. We had to go to Sherman Oaks. Go get it. Oh, yeah. On Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> it's a famous street, folks. Famous street in, in, where everything is in Sherman Oaks. What's your cup say? It's a Ray Dunn. It's Ray Dunn. She's famous. Um, yep. so life is beautiful. I have a bunch, yeah. of, a bunch of these. I like Ray Dunn. I like because they're big. They're different. Yes. Yellow. Well, she they um, they stalk her quite well at Home Goods. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Home Goods is a huge fan of of Ray Don. Is it Don? Done. 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 Yeah, Ray Don. Uh, I never heard of my mother. My mother was, you know, HSN or one of those things, and got it for me. And so I was like, okay, but I like them. Um, so, so it's nice to get that during the time. I'm still on. I'm still on reduced work schedule. Still on reduced everything. As I I made big decisions, hit some milestones this last couple of months. Um, but to get this award was like that's very nice. To get this award in the middle middle of all of that to get that. Ah, yeah. So how are you doing? What's going on with you? Good, really good. Um, getting ready to have a long three day weekend. We have friends coming in from Denver, so we're going to take them up to Lake Arrowhead. Um, and then Father's Day, we're going to have a barbecue with the family and our friends back home here. So it'll be a busy busy weekend. And you know, work work is good. Work is busy. You know, how, do you like the, how do you like the transition of being at uh, from home? Yeah, I'm um, really enjoying it now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an adjustment period at first. You're like, no, I go to work. I go somewhere to work. Yeah. Now this is my this is my place. I'm very happy. I mean, I've really created a very nice space. Les will come visit, and I'll go. You know, you have a really nice office. <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> what do you want? No, I'm just 
so yeah, we're very um, happy being here. Where's his office? Where's his office? He's literally two doors down from me oh, in our hall. Funny. Yeah. So he's not next door to me. We have right. separation. We actually have physical wall separation, which is nice. Wow. And I sit at the front of the house. So I hear all the gardeners and he sits at the back of the house and he hears our neighbor dog, Maggie barking and the gardeners. So I think I kind of got the better location <laughs> and I get the morning sun and he gets the afternoon. So I can go on, oh, but I won't. But I love it. I love it. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, a, I'm an organizer. I love stuff like this. So, sorry, everybody else. Can, don't get deal with that. No, but I, want, no, I do want to say something as we're talking about this. So we got a really nice um, message. Um, oh my God, I'm trying to cry. I got, we, got really, we got a really nice message um, yesterday from somebody who said to me that uh, she's in a lot of physical pain. She's going through some like neuropathy stuff and all that stuff she's going through. And she really looks forward to our Monday chats. Oh, that's so sweet. It helps her. It helps her. To get her pain for a half an hour or so. Oh, I already cried. I already cried yesterday. I'm not gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm already starting to cry already. I'm a big cry baby, everybody. I cried. I already cried the show like twice. Um, but I thought it was very sweet that she said that. So I thought that was very very uh, sweet. And and we're sending lots of love yes. her way. And if we could say her name on air, let me know, and I will yeah. do a nice shout out for her. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, they say because a couple people were saying I just really love you guys. Like it's like two friends talking. I'm like, well, that's the point. Just kidding. Um, this is it. This is it. It's two friends. So, and our, our show has gotten more attention. It's, it's getting uh, bigger. It's getting more views, more downloads. The last last two or four episodes. So it's like you know, and this is the thing too. It's like talk all the time. Let, let things grow organically. Just do good work. Do do your intention. And like in business, you know, just yeah. have your mission. Have your intention. Do good work. Um, success, as you can, everybody you can see behind her, success will follow. Clearly. Melissa has success, as Flo always points out, all that stuff yeah. back there. Um, That's all volunteer work, though. Good matter. Still, you still don't give <laughs> don't give everything to everybody for volunteer work. Everybody gets a prize or, or award or something or certificate. Yes, it's all it's it's a labor of love. You know, it isn't a labor of love. I enjoyed. Well, you know, we've talked so much about our time together at the State Insurance Association and Young Agents Programming, um, but outside of that. I've had other leadership experiences and I always enjoyed it always. And it's just about being present and doing what you can do to help something that's bigger than you, you know, and collaborating with other people to work on a common goal. I think that's really cool. I spent 20 years of my life volunteering at different organizations and um, I'm very proud of that. And not selfishly, I'm very proud that I was able to give a little something, you know, back and support people who are doing really great things in the neighborhood. So, yeah. There's some people who just don't do that. Right. Not, for, not for being bad or good or anything. Just, like, just, no. they just don't, yeah. they don't think about volunteering. I go to work, I come home, I have my family, I do this. They don't think about it. They just don't think about it. It's so interesting. I mean, do you have, were you always a community party when you were a kid? And, you know, were you always no, in fact, it really wasn't encouraged in my house. Um, my dad was not a big volunteer, my mom either. Really? Okay. Um, it was actually just kind of, um, the example of other people, you know, as I got into my early twenties and, um, started like branching out beyond my dad's insurance agency and started making my own contacts and my own friends. And then all of a sudden it was like, wow, this is really cool. I, so I found my own path in that regard. 
you know. Interesting. Yeah, I, well, I grew up with hippie parents, so it was all you always were involved in your community. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because I say that with, with with smile on my face and a little joke and everything, but really, I mean, because that was the whole thing about being a hippie was that you were kind of tuning out to the big government and all that stuff, but you're here to help the community. It was all very, right. um, but helping the community was to help the world. It was like kind of that micro, macro thing that goes on, um, you know, was it act locally, think globally, they say later, they, they've said that, that phrase later. Um, so I always grew up with, it's, it really took a village to raise us. Um, everybody was auntie and uncle, whether you were related or not, you know, it was, it was kind of that whole thing. So I guess I always felt like, collaboration community was always a part of my life it was always something you just you just did um i at school i mean i was over you know as you can tell i was an overachiever i uh, was a kid and i remember i i created produced i'm very proud of this i created produced and ran my elementary school's first arbor day program back in the 70s wow i, I believe it i totally isn't believe that crazy it. me little just little jamie <laughs> with his hair probably back in the 70s just running things <laughs> I was like, you just, yeah. you just plant things. I literally worked with local um, nurseries and had trees planted. I, mean, I, I did a whole production. Like, I production. And I should have known then I'd be a producer. Like, I, I just have not, I didn't know that. Then. I was just like, this is what you do. Um, I got an award for it later at the at graduation. It was this whole thing that he, you know, five years of service to the school. Um, they made a special award for me that they, they had never had before. Of course, it's, I mean, it's me, of course, right? Um, but that's, but that to me was normal. I mean, it was complete. Like you said, it was, there was no ego. And it was, it was just very much like, well, we should plant trees and I'll put it together. Like no one else is going to do it. So I'll do it. I mean, it was kind of, that's kind of my, my attitude about stuff. Like you got to see what's going on around you. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. You know, speaking of planting trees, I had a, I was talking to a colleague last Friday and we got to talking about gardening, of course, right. One of our mutual loves. Yes. Um, have you heard of community gardens? Mm -hmm. yeah. I had never heard of a community garden. His family is a part of a community garden. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And apparently, like, plots of land come open, and then you can, like, and it's really just a contribution. It's a very minimal contribution from what I understand. And you plant, you know, fruits and vegetables and what, you know, flat, whatever it is that you want on your plot. And there's produce sharing that goes on in the, in the community of this community garden. I thought that was so cool. And I don't, I don't know that we, do we have them in LA anywhere? Oh, here's, this is my favorite subject in the whole entire world. <laughs> Urban farming. Oh my God. Like totally. Um, so in New York is where I first saw them years ago. Oh, okay. 
Because in New York, there's no space. There's no like, there's no parks in New York. Besides, was like Central Park, of course. Um, you go to the outer boroughs and stuff, you'll start seeing something more. But in New York, it's very concrete. So there are plots and areas set aside for greenery. And my grandmother in Brooklyn, may she rest in peace, Grand Susie, right across the street was a community garden. That was the first one I ever saw about 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, and as she said, she had a plot, everybody had a plot. You can go over there anytime you want to and work on your little plot, but it was understood. You used to steal other people's fruits and vegetables, like you were supposed to be all at a, um, a, a trust basis. Um, but yeah, we, we had little areas. And it was like, and I just like, you know, sunflowers over here and green beans over there. And it's, but New York is where I first saw that. And then I was living in San Francisco, uh, you know, it's hippy dippy up there. So I saw a few of those in the Haight-Ashbury area, which is where the hippies are over there. Um, but I wasn't sure about like what they were real or not real. They were for the homeless. I wasn't sure what was going on over there. But I used to see some over there too. Um, cut to LA now. I'm seeing more and more. My friend Ron Finley, who's the gangster gardener here in South LA, who's very famous, um, he's out there planting community gardens and trying to beautify South Central. And he believes, and I believe the same thing, and I'm sure you do too, teaching kids how to grow something and tend to something yeah. is a great metaphor for life. Um, also for older people, I, I did a, um, I, have a, I have a course that I teach on self-care and gardening. Um, and I'm part of the, the Culver City Garden City Club, 80 years, 80 years in running. They've been doing 80 years. Um, I'm, and a lot of the members are older, uh, but it's good for older people for the dexterity, for getting vitamin D and sunlight, you know, all kinds of things for older people too. Um, but community gardens are popping up. They're not as popular, but they're popping up in places. Um, I couldn't tell you where they are. There's some like in Venice, Santa Monica, that's of course hippy dippy over there. Um, so you'll see a few, not as many, but they're starting to pop up out here and urban farms starting to pop up over here too. It's a whole new thing that they're trying out here, which is not, it's not, just not, it's not as trustworthy and done as it is other places. But I never seen them in the, in the Midwest or I never seen community gardens because they have actual farms. Um, but New York was a place I saw it first. And then San Francisco and now I'm seeing some in LA. My colleague lives down south like san diego area but not specifically like san diego proper yeah. and he would say they would walk as a family and they'd always walk by this community garden they were so curious about it and um then they got to know it about you know they asked questions because you can kind of visit they, they have visitor days where you can visitors can come and check it out and then a plot of land became available. And I guess their name was on a list or something. And I'll, you know, they said, yes, we want to be members. And, and, and it was really cool because he said, sometimes, you know, like if people see that you need a little extra water or something, they'll take care of it. Like they got you kind of, you know, they've got your garden. <laughs> so you're like, you, they got your back, they've got your garden. Yes. Um, it just seemed like such a wonderful place, you know? And I thought, gosh, I don't, think I know of any community gardens where I live yeah. in this area. I mean, I think mean, there is. It's funny because my, I, I have my infamous garden everybody knows about. Uh, if you follow me online, I have a huge garden and um, I've been opening up to kids. There's a lot oh. of kids walk by with their parents and they're like, we love your garden. I'm like, you want to come in and take a look at it? And we talk, talk to the kids about what each plant is. And then when I have harvests, like when I have grapes or loquats or plums or whatever, I invite my little nieces and nephews, my, well, they're my grand nieces and nephews at this point. Um, I said, get a basket, come on over, and you can pick your own fruits and vegetables. And, nice. I, and, we, have, and we have a good time with that. And um, and so I would like, I would, I mean, if my neighborhood was a little better, a little nicer, which is, it's getting there little by little. I would mm -hmm. love to have 
people I would, because I want to actually add um, some signage, make it like James Hutch in your way, and you know, Grand Susie this, and drive, and I guess I have these little things I want to do. Um, but I, I know the kids always walk by, they always, and the parents are like, love. Like my friend brought his dogs over, my girlfriend brought her dogs over. I'm like, come on, let them come through and sniff and pee on stuff. I don't care, it's all fertilizer. I mean, it's all part of it. And I just, I, you know, my friend Tara's coming tomorrow. As I said, I said, come to the, come to, come to the garden, come to the compound, the lock compound. I would lock love- Lock compound. Lock compound. Um, but I would love to have more communities. I, I just think it's it's peaceful. It's 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 a sanctuary. I have butterflies. I have grasshoppers. I have lizards. Um, I just I just think that people can learn a lot, and when you come together, when you're tending to something and watching it grow. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But see, that's my hippie upbringing. So I I think I think I'm part hippie. I just kind of. I took that from my, like my mom wanted a bookstore, just cats walking around. That's her, that's her dream. You know, it's like, that's just kind of, I come from that. I come from bare feet and dirt. Yeah. You know, that's what I come from. That That's, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not I maybe I may work in Hollywood too. I'm not glamorous at all. I just, I like the earth. I do. I like, I like being down here in this, and Inglewood. I, I love it down here. So, you know. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's what I learned. No, that's my well, that's my new community garden. Well, do you ever How go sheltered to, am I? <laughs> well, do you ever go to farmers markets? Sure, yes, but it's not the same as going to your own plot of land. No, I was actually... saying, I was saying you should probably ask some of them if they know. Oh, that's my kind of point. A lot of times. <laughs> yes, very smart. I, I know a few things, Melissa. A few, not that you much. <laughs> Just a few. Just a few. A few, not that much. But no, I'm saying some, some, they, some of them will tell you they may be coming from a community garden and selling and selling that they grow the fruits so they can sell it so people make money off of it that's that's a smart thing to do too okay you know not just for yourself but you can also make some money and you call it lot farms or whatever it's like that or, oh uh, that's an idea I, I, I if I had the energy and wherewithal I would make wine because I have grapes coming in I I would make wine and wine is I, good but, but it takes like a week to do it. It's like it's a whole process. It is. I would make lot wines. I say, one day I'll do it. My grape bushes come back every year. Then they're fine. So I said, one day. I like the name. That's actually has a really good ring to it. Lot it does. It does, right? It does, yes. I know. I know. So I, I really want to think about that. But yeah, no, community gardens. I, it's Again, it depends on your neighbors. Yeah, trust them. Sure. Um, you know. So it's kind of mm-hmm. very, very inter- interessante. So tell me about your t-shirt. So last night I watched the Tonys. They were so good. And my favorite musical right now is called Six. What the Six Wives of Henry VIII. And this is uh-huh. the script These are easy show wives. Uh, Anne Boleyn, of course. Anna right. Cleves, Captain Howard, Captain Parr. Captain, you can't learn all the same names. Uh, Captain of Aragon. Um, the show won Best Score. I play, I play the soundtrack every day. Um, so in honor of that today, I'm wearing the shirts. Um, also, a strange loop one, which is um, a gay, gap tooth, overweight black man from New York. I saw his picture. I yeah, saw his picture. And on I was the, like, I can relate to that yeah. for one. And uh, he wrote this thing ten years to write this thing, and it's, I play the soundtrack every day. And it won best musical. It won best book. Um, and then MJ, the musical one, the guy who plays MJ, he plays Michael Jackson. He's really good. He won Best Actor in a Musical. Um, there's just some, there are just some great. And this one chick, I, I we're, so folks, as we're talking about this, we're talking, you know, we're, we're, this is the day after the Tonys. Her name is, oh my God, 
Oh my God. I want to make sure I say her name because she is, she did a performance. It's a, it's a musical called Paradise Square. It's set in Civil War, New York, and it's Irish and Black. And they have to come together um, to fight someone who wants to, wants to do something. And this chick, I will never forget her. I will never forget her. But I, I, I'll make sure I say her name correctly. Her name is Joaquina Kakukango. I think her name is how says the last name. She's on, she's on here. Uh, she's one of the leads. She gave performance last night and held this note so long. And uh. she was crying and she was in the moment. And I was like, that's what stage is all about. I mean, I, I was, I just, I was crying. The audience was crying. It was like, she was so good. She won the Tony last night for Best Actress in the Musical. So I was like, I don't know who you are or where you came from, but now I'm, I'm in. Um, and also Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Came the 16th EGOT. If you don't know that's our folks, that's Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. She became the sick, and she's a producer for A Strange Loop. So, and RuPaul is a Tony winner now too, because he, he has he has Tonys and Emmys. So it's like wow. I'm just telling you, I just I just think there is some. You know, Broadway has you know it came went through a lot. They went through a lot, and I just think that it's very 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 cool that even though there's like traditional. Like company was on there, Steven Sondheim, they won, Pay the Pone won, they really some people won. But that these newer artists are coming out with these, because to me, it's all about the music. I don't care if you're different, this, or I want to, I'll make sure the music is good. That to me is the big thing. Um, and the music's good. There's some really good musicals out there. And the Pantages has, out here in California, has everything coming. I, I want to I see everything from, from Tina Turner, the musical, to Six. So I want to see all of them when they come the next year or so. Um, but it was very cool to see a community come together. Um, and uh, Adriana Du Bois was the host, and she's queer and Afro Latina, and just and she she was the they were saying she's like the best host is Neil Patrick Harris, and we love Neil Patrick Harris. And so she was good. And just for me, for me personally, it was just nice to see myself reflected on on stage. I just you don't see it very often. So I'm just very, I was just very happy. But to me, again, it goes back to the music. Six, everybody, six, six, six. Check it out. It is so good. It's on Spotify. It is so good. It's, on, it's, it's trust me, it's modern music like set to Henry, Henry VIII. It's like, it's, it's, cra it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, well, so I will go with you to the Pantages Cedar. Okay. I love life. Oh, you, so you like, like okay, good. Okay, I'll don't oh, go. Yeah. There's, there's all yeah. stuff coming within the next year, so I will just say, okay, you want to see yeah. this? Do you want to see this one? Do you want to see this mm -hmm. one? <laughs> and the last show that I saw was at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. It was, um, I think it was Shin Yun. Oh wow! Okay, it was the last show that I saw before before um, COVID. It that was a spectacular event. I had always wanted to see it, and um, because I love dance. And it was amazing. I mean, the storyline is kind of a tough storyline, but James, I mean, the grace and the beauty with all of the color, it was just beautiful. And they do it every night for a second. I know. <laughs> I mean, that to me, that to me, that's, that, that's, that's just amazing. I think it's amazing. Yeah. The last musical I saw was Donna Summer, the musical of the Pantages. Oh. And it was really good. They had three Donna Summers, three different eras. 
They were all good. I went with my sister, my brother-in-law, my friends from high school were there. Like everybody our age was there. It was hilarious. Or older. Well, weren't you recently at a concert? Yes, I was. <laughs> I was I was at another concert where my daughter held the hand of Donnie Wahlberg and melted. What? And yes. Big deal for her. Yes, big, wow. big deal because we were, we were front we were front row, so it was a very big deal. Um, but right now we have to end. Uh, I'm James, and I'm Melissa. This is Coffee and Conversation with James and Melissa. And again, thank you for all the, the the likes, the shares, the follows, the comments. Um, please keep them coming. You know, we 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 just because we like to do this, we love each other. We like to do this for ourselves. But we're glad if someone's getting something out of it. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today that's not good. Um, come to us, listen to our conversations, laugh with us. I cry sometimes, you know, whatever. We don't crack your yet. I'm always crying on the show. Uh, we're going to work it out uh, on this show. We are just two friends from two different backgrounds. We have a lot of things similar and we talk about it. And we have coffee, which is very important. Coffee. We didn't do the coffee, coffee. thing. Yes. Coffee. 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 Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. And so we will see you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.